Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. I am recording this on the day after I got my second dose of the vaccine. And so, you know, my energy might not be up to snuff, uh, but I'll, I'll do what I can. Um, yeah, I guess feeling very slightly tired, slightly achy, possibly a slight fever. But, you know, if it stays this way for all of today... And going forward, uh, I think I'm in a pretty good shape because I've heard some people that second day, they just get knocked out all day and I do not want to feel like that. So I've been drinking a lot of liquids and other things and I'm, I hope that I can keep it away. Okay, so the first word is at the bottom of page 211, chemiosmatic or chemiosmatic actually, chemiosmatic, K E M I. What did I say? Okay, I might my brain might not be working 100% today. Let's find out. C H E M I. I don't know what I said before. O S M O T I C. Chemias chemiasmat chemiasmat chemiasmatic. Chemiasmatic. You could you could say chemiasmatic. That's fine too. Adjective from 1957 relating to or being a theory that seeks to explain the mechanism of ATP formation in oxidative phosphorylation by mitochondria and chloroplasts with without recourse wow this definition got way longer than i expected without recourse to the formation of high energy intermediates by postulating the formulation of an energy gradient of hydrogen ions across the organelle membranes that results in the reversible movement of hydrogen ions to the outside and is generated by electron transport or the activity of electron carriers. Okay, I'm not going to reread that, and there is no etymology, so we are going to move on to chemise. Chemise. Uh, C-H-E-M-I-S-E. This is a noun from the 13th century. One, a woman's one-piece undergarment. Number two, a loose, straight-hanging dress. Next we have chemisette. So it's like chemise, but we added a T-T-E at the end. Chemisette, noun from 1796. A woman's garment, especially one, as of lace, to fill the open front of a dress. I never knew what that was called. Uh, this is French diminutive of chemise, so they're very clearly related. Next, we have chemisorb or chemisorb. Chemisorb, chemisorb. This is a transitive verb from 1935. To take up and hold usually irreversibly by chemical forces. Uh, chemisorption is a noun, and uh, this is from chem plus sorb, as in ad, adsorb, not absorb, although maybe that's related to adsorb. Okay, next we have chemist. Noun from 1562, 1A is obsolete. We have the synonym alchemist. 1B, one trained in chemistry. And number two is British. The synonym is pharmacist. They call them chemists because I guess they kind of are. Next, we have chemistry. This is the thing that allows all these other things to happen. Chemistry is a noun from 1646. One, a science that deals with the composition, structure, and properties of substances and with the transformations that they undergo. 
2a. The composition and chemical properties of a substance, as in the chemistry of iron. 2b. Chemical processes and phenomena as of an organism, as in blood chemistry. 3a. A strong mutual attraction, attachment, or sympathy, as in they have a special chemistry. 3b. Interaction between people working together, specifically such interaction when harmonious or effective, as in a team lacking chemistry. You definitely want to have chemistry with the people you're working with, and if you don't, it can not be so great. Uh, let's see. There is no other etymology for this. I took chemistry in high school. Uh, let's see. I think I also took biology. I guess physics would have been the last of like the big three sciences that they offer usually in high school. And oddly enough, that was the one that I didn't take, and I think I probably would have found it the most interesting as I've gotten older, I think... Not, not that I find any of them uninteresting. I find them all fascinating, actually. Uh, but I think physics would have been the one that um, I, I would have really enjoyed. Anyway, uh, but chemistry was fascinating and helpful. And so if you ever have the option, like when you're in high school, if you're, if you're younger than that, take all three. Take chemistry, biology, physics, and any other ones that they offer if you're even slightly interested in science. Because... You may not understand what exactly is involved in with them. With with them in them, I don't think I fully understood what was involved in physics, but I yeah, I do think I would have liked it. Anyway, go go take the sciences and learn the stuff. Th this is how we learn about the entire world. Okay, next we have chemo, noun from 1977 and the synonym is chemotherapy, which is I think going to be in the next episode. Next we have chemoautotrophic Adjective from 1941, being autotrophic and oxidizing an inorganic compound as a source of energy, as in chemoautotrophic bacteria. And chemoautotrophy is a noun. Next is chemobrain. I am surprised to see this in the book, but yes, I think that it's common enough that uh, it, it has to be in here. Two words, noun from 1991, impaired cognition that has been observed in patients who have received chemotherapy. And then the example of the impaired cognition is memory loss or lack of concentration. I know somebody directly who was getting chemotherapy a few years ago and definitely had chemo brain. Uh, I think this is a thing that lasts for a while. Uh, so yeah, the, the, you know, be aware if you have to go through chemotherapy, you might get this chemo brain. Uh, sounds like that sucks. So, yeah. Moving on to chemokine. That's a K-I-N-E at the end. Chemokine. Noun from 1942. Any of a group of cytokines produced by various cells that stimulate chemotaxis in white blood cells. And we have a couple of parentheses sections. Uh, cytokines produced by various cells as at sites of inflammation. And then the other one, the white blood cells as neutrophils and T cells. Those are example, uh, examples of the white blood cells. Okay, next we have chemoprevention. One word, noun from 1980. The use of chemical agents to prevent or slow the development of cancer. Chemopreventative. Chemopreventive. Oh, I, th I figured there would be another syllable in there. Chemopreventive, that is an adjective. 
So uh, lots of chemical agents. I don't know what they are, but yes, there's a lot of things that people can do, hopefully, to slow the development of cancer. And then, of course, chemotherapy, I think, would be the big one, which we will get to later. Now we have chemoprophylaxis. Noun from 1936. The prevention of infection, infectious disease by the use of chemical agents. And chemoprophylactic is an adjective. Next we have chemoreception. Noun from 1919. Oh, how I would love it just to be like the party after chemotherapy or something. A chemoreception. Somebody needs to go start this. This is the physiological reception of chemical stimuli. And chemoreceptive is an adjective. Next, we have chemoreceptor, noun from 1906, a sense organ, as a taste bud, responding to chemical stimuli. So anything that is made up of chemicals of some kind of molecules, uh, that would be a chemical stimuli. And then the sense organ in your body is a chemoreceptor. It is, a re- it is recepting the chemicals, the things, you know, the, the, the senses in your nose to, to smell things would also be a chemoreceptor, I think. All right, next is chemosurgery, noun from circa 1944, chemical removal of diseased or unwanted tissue, and chemosurgical is an adjective. So it's getting rid of something on the body in a chemical way. Uh, Okay, our last word is chemosynthesis, C-H-E-M-O-S-Y-N-T-H-E-S-I-S. Chemosynthesis. Noun from 1901, synthesis of organic compounds, as in living cells, by energy derived from inorganic chemical reactions. And chemosynthetic is an adjective. Okay, now I gotta read the words, reread them. We had chemiasmatic, uh, chemise, chemisette, chemisorb. Uh, chemist, chemistry, chemo, chemoautotrophic, chemo brain, chemokine, chemo prevention, chemo prophylaxis, chemo reception, chemo receptor, chemo surgery, and chemosynthesis. Well, you know, the big one is chemistry. I think we should probably just pick chemistry as the word of the episode because it's the thing that allows all of this stuff to happen. Uh, you know, I mean, biology is like the 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 construction of living things. Chemistry is the construction of everything you know you, you go down to the atom level or smaller and it's how these things are put together and how they react to each other and it's super fascinating uh and then of course physics is just that's eh, more than i even know it's how things physic no um all right so chemistry puts all the stuff in the world together chemistry chemistry in America, it is Towel Day. So, go use a towel? It's also National Wine Day. So, don't pour your wine on your towel, especially if it's red wine. In the UK, it is Local Radio Day. It's also National Wine Day in Canada. It's also Towel Day in Australia, Canada, and the UK. In Argentina, it is May Revolution May is almost over. Maybe they should have started that earlier. In the African Union, it's Africa Day. So, you know, celebrate all of Africa. Um, Similarly, it's African Liberation Day. 
in the African Union and also the Rastafari. I guess, would that be the religion, the Rastafari religion? So, uh, yeah, let's celebrate Africa today. That sounds good. Uh, there's a whole bunch of these that say it's the earliest day on which these holidays can land, so I'll just read those. Uh, the earliest day on which Arbor Day can fall in Venezuela, Children's Day in Hungary, Holiday of St. Echmidzian in Armenia, Memorial Day in the U.S., Mother's Day in a bunch of places, uh, Turkmen Carpet Day in Turkmenistan. In Argentina, it is First National Government slash National Day. Ooh, in geek culture, I, I think I'm part of that a little bit. It's Geek Pride Day, so be proud of your geekness today. Uh, let's see, Jordan, uh, Independence Day for Jordan from, from the UK. In Russia and the post-Soviet countries, it's Last Bell. I don't know what that is. Lebanon is celebrating Liberation Day. In the U.S., it's a intern. I stutter a little bit. In other places too, it's International Missing Children's Day. So, oh boy, there's a lot of missing childrens out there. Ugh, that's rough. Um, in the United States, also, it is National Tap Dance Day. Uh, and then, so this says Towel Day is honor of the is in honor of the work of the writer Douglas Adams, who I think was the one who wrote uh, um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and other things. So I guess I mean I haven't read his books, but I'm I'm guessing that in somewhere, uh, carry, a t- carry a towel throughout the day. Uh, yeah, it was uh, in in the the book Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I guess, man. I should probably read those books, or at least listen to the audiobooks. Okay, and then, you know, do we have any more fun holidays? I think we probably read them all. Towel Day, National Wine Day, and May Revolution Day. Those are the fun holidays for today. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you listened to the end. We have some fun here at the end, even though that's not part of the book. We still have fun. All right, I'm now going to go record another episode, and then possibly two after that, if I feel up to it. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information into your brains. Goodbye.